2: Let's take all the hypotheticals out, because we could do this forever, obviously. We'll take the hypotheticals out. They're going to have to make a decision about Tua tonga and we know yeah. that he's not going to play Sunday uh, at Buffalo. So at some point, though, and, and, and again, it's an off-season decision, you know, is he even considering not playing at all? But what does your gut tell you about him being the long-term quarterback? Well, so let me go back to the hypothetical, just because you said not to. <laughs> uh, I, I,
1: <laughs> I, I, I would get Brady. I really would. I would get Brady, and then I would go. I, I think both both Solana and and Channing put out some really interesting uh, scenarios, and I think I think you could go either way, where either you do it. And you're saying that Tua is not our solution and you trade him for whatever you can get at this point, which I do think you could get a decent draft pick. They don't have a first round pick coming up in this draft. So, or you say, Hey, we've got him for another year on a rookie contract. Let's keep him around. And maybe he can learn to fall. Maybe he can can learn from Tom Brady to take a hit. And you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because we're talking about a head injury or a series of head injuries right now with Tua. But he's been injury prone going back to Alabama. This isn't new. I mean, it was it was my biggest concern about him coming out. You know, it was early. It was it was one ankle that he hurt, then it was another ankle that he hurt, then it was the hip injury, and then he gets to the NFL and and it's the thumb injury and it's and now it's the head issues. Which look, I, I mean, it, it's a different injury for sure, and yet I think a lot of it still comes from the same place, which is he either. Doesn't quite have the pocket presence to know when to get away or just throw it away and 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 play another down, or he doesn't know how to properly fall. There's something there, and I think I'm coming back around to this because that's something that Tom Brady has done really well over his career. He had the one uh, severe knee injury back in the the mid 2000s, and and yet for for the most part, he avoids the big hit. He knows how to stay in the pocket and and avoid the big hit. so. I think you can look at this as it would be an opportunity to to have a year to make a decision. But, yeah, at this point, based on what you said, how could you give Tua $200 million? Because that's the going rate right now. If you're going to sign a franchise quarterback and he's probably going to get it from somebody else, can you really give him that much money when he hasn't shown that he can stay on the field? It's a tough tough thing to talk about right now because you're still trying to work through the – the personal side of this, and yet from a football perspective, I don't
0: know how you can. And and with that with that thought process, Clay, like going into next season, what do you think the realistic thing? Like I said, we could throw out Derek Carr, Tom Brady's, or Jimmy Garoppolo's, Lamar all Jackson, that. Lamar Jackson's. Like those are those, and Lamar is that's my dream guy right there, Clay. But like, do you think they bring in a, another backup vet? Because Teddy was supposed to be a great backup. I think he didn't work out like they expected him to. Do you bring in another young guy to back him up? Now you have two projects. Like, what's the approach with Tua knowing that he can get hit? You know, like you said, he can fall down and be out three or four weeks. Who, who is that guy we have to depend on if Tua continues to have health issues? Well, that, that
1: question I, I think kind of becomes uh, how do you feel about Skyler Thompson? And, you know, I don't – we don't know what the internal evaluation is. All we know at this point is that, you know, I thought he played pretty well early against Minnesota – um, and then things kind of went sideways there. Obviously, this past weekend wasn't great, and yet you also know they've got the. Line. So you have to answer: I right, is Skyler, the guy that we think can step in in a pinch. Uh, but I, I also think that you when know, you mentioned Lamar Jackson, I, I don't know why that's unrealistic. And you know, people are going to say, oh, well, the salary cap, and they don't have a first draft pick. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think there's anything in the in the franchise tag rules that say that that the first round pick has to be in this year's draft, right? Like you can put next year's one and the following year's one, right? And then when it comes to the salary cap itself, you can work the deal to where your first year, the base salary is really, really low. And you make the whole thing about bonuses and you can bring him in under the cap. So I think it is possible. And, and guys, With what we've seen from Tua and the injury
2: history, I do think everything has to be on the table up to and including taking a look at Lamar Jackson. Well, let's talk, though, about this Sunday because we're almost doing a post-mortem on the the, uh, season here, except they've got another game to go. So what is the path? Is there a path to victory Sunday in Buffalo for the Dolphins? You know, it's uh, Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey you know, asking Lauren Holly. You know,
1: so so very so chance. A chance. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's a one in a million. Is I mean, it's because it's not just about the 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 quarterback situation. It's all the injuries that the Dolphins have right now. We were joking in the press box yesterday. Chris Perkins volunteered to play guard. Um, I said I could play tackle because I've got length but nothing else. Uh, but that's that's kind of where we're at. I mean, they had five tackles out yesterday. And, you know, they're, they're probably going to move Robert Hunt outside. It's a, it's a mess on the offensive line. Um, and it wasn't a great offensive line to begin with unless you go back to when Tron Armstead was, was healthy, which, what, week one? Um, so it's all of that. And as Mike McDaniel said, you're playing arguably the best team in football. And it, there's just so much that they're going to have to overcome going into this game so is there a path yeah I mean you you keep everything in front of you defensively like they did really well the first game they played you try to force turnovers and and you lean on the running game which oh by the way is going to be tough with Raheem Mostert having a, a broken thumb he can play I would think but who knows how effective he can be Jeff Wilson has shown he can be but uh, maybe Savon Ahmed but like that's what you're talking about that is the path and then you come back to the offensive line. how do you run with this offensive so there's so much that they have to overcome that it is kind of the the dumb and dumber one of a million thing, unfortunately.
0: And to that point, Clay, Super Bowl favors right now. You're on the road. They have to be honest that Demar Hamlin motivation. I do believe he's going to be at the game when he walks out. The crowd is going to go great. crazy. Thirteen and yeah. a half, thirteen and a half point underdogs. Is there anything that you should be upset about after that game if they do lose to the Bills? Is that was, is, should you be angry about this loss? No, I,
1: I do think immediately, though, and this goes back to what we were talking about before, immediately go into post-mortem mode. And they have to very quickly and decisively figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback position because it is the most important position. Look, it's not a coincidence. When when Tua was healthy, he was an MVP candidate. And, you know, I, I go back, I wonder how much, like, where would we be if Raheem Mostert doesn't fumble at the end of the second quarter against Green Bay? Because then maybe there aren't the, the types of throws that would lead to the questions that that Mike McDaniel asks Tua on Monday, and and maybe he doesn't even get evaluated for, which is scary, yeah, right? right? I mean, there's Wild. like yeah. th- th- there's a world where you go back and maybe Tua's never even evaluated, which could put him significantly at risk. But the fact we're even having these conversations is like you have to look around and you have to see okay. Is this the best thing for – is there a history of a player who has, like, learned how to no longer be injury-prone? And, and guys, I don't the, – the only one I can remember, I guess, maybe is Troy Aikman a little bit, but I also feel like that was back then and, and concussions weren't taken as seriously as they are now. I just – you're going to have to figure that out. So would you be disappointed about the game itself? I, I, I don't think you can be because you're, you're trying to climb such a huge hill. Um, but I do think it's fair to be disappointed about how the, the promise that, that this season offered early and, and even in the middle of the year has, has largely
2: dissipated and turned into huge question marks about where this team should go moving forward. All right. Clay Ferrero from local. Tank. You just don't want to feel like TCU walking out of there on Sunday. That's that. Yeah. that that's but, what you want to avoid. Would that
0: upset you that yeah. much? I,
2: I think so, because you could prepare yourself all you want for it. And people did that with LeBron when he left the heat. Right. I remember not thinking that he was really going to leave. And I was like, well, if he does, I'm just going to thank him for the four years that he was here. And then all of a sudden he left and I was like, huh. I don't really feel like thanking this guy right now.
0: Hold now you you've been a can, decade of radio I can, hammering. Right. You.
2: I, can tell, I can tell you that I I could say right now at 352, hey, Dolphins, they made the playoffs, and this is going to be a tough road to hoe on Sunday, and if they lost 65-7, to 7, I mean, it is what it is. Tell me how you feel Sunday at 4.30 if they're walking off that field 65 to 7. It's not going to feel good. Not at all. Uh, Clay Ferrero from Local 10, thank you for uh, being a friend of the show. We love love when you come on, and uh, thank you for putting up for our nonsense today.
1: Wasn't it so much better when you couldn't hear me?
2: (laughs) No, we enjoyed talking to you, but I really did enjoy the joke. (laughs) I thought that was fun. See you, Clay. That was fun. Take care, guys.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone fifteens, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone fifteens? You spend a here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone fifteens on us and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.